Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Where would you like us? Um, right here and here. Okay. here. I'm moving this so you guys have a little bit your face. Okay, okay, here we go. Ready? And... Hi, everyone. It's time for the Drew's News podcast, where we're serving up a little pop culture, some happy news, a dash of inspiration, and an all-around good time. I love a good time. Today, we're covering everything from signs you're dating a man-child, oh, I love this story so much, (laughs) to a Hollywood engagement 41 years in the making. And we're doing it with not one special guest, but two. Rhea and Fran are here, who are better known as Chicks in the Office. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hello. Hi. Thank you for having us. Are you kidding? I'm just lucky enough I got to do your podcast. I'm so excited. We're crossing over, mm-hmm. you know, to Chicks over in the Office dreams. and yes. Drew Barrymore <laughs> we show. Were it feels weird you... to say my name, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like we were shocked that you were having us on here. In this realm, we like to get into some news stories. Will you hit the headlines with news. us? Yes. We love I talking love about news. the news. Love talking about the news. <laughs> Gail King said there'll never not be news. Yep, that is and true. And I just thought, Gail, you are so We right. answered, We That's- answered the... Good space. I know. The show Thank doesn't God. Have to end. Thank God. We can do our show forever. All I do is like scroll for news and stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, the first story is a love story 41 years in the making. So get this Blair Underwood, the actor, just announced his engagement to Josie Hart. They have been friends for 41 years and it turned out romantic recently. Wow. Friends for that yeah. long, 41 years. Then lovers and now engaged. Yeah. Thoughts. I love this because it reminds me of the deals that I think I definitely made with my closest guy friends. <gasps> you did? You know, like, like when you're, when you're, yes. up with when you're 18 Always, and you're yeah. like, you're like, oh, you're down and out. Or maybe somebody just dumped you and you're like, oh, God, I'm single. And I, this, you feel hopeless. You're like 18, you feel mm-hmm. hopeless. It's the silliest thing ever. But in the long run, you you make that deal with your guy friend where you're like, oh, in in 30 years and 40 years, if we're both single or, or if we're both divorced or one of a, whatever the scenario is, if we're both single at that time, we're going to get together. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of what this is. I remember making those deals when I was like 15 or 16 and being like, if I'm not married by 25, because you always thought. And you always picked like, like you so always thought, You always thought that yes, 25 was, was so like old. the year that you were supposed yes. to get married. Yeah. And, and you always said it to the guy that was your friend who you also kind of like. Right, like you were really good friends. <laughs> yeah, you were like, I'd like mm, to end up yeah, with you. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't want to be with you now, but I could see it in the... And then you get to 25 and you're like, wait, no. I'm uh, like... I'm young. Yeah, I'm not like, ready. We're not getting married yet. I no. think I... Unfortunately, 
any guy I was really good friends with, it always led to a fling, and then the fling ruined the friendship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my track record. I don't know <laughs> if men and women can be friends. I was totally guilty of either initiating it or just going with it mm-hmm. yeah. or you know, falling into that pattern. There was one time I had a friend that I was very good friends with, and he initiated it. And I thought, oh, well, yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. Like, we could have it all. <laughs> and then he got weird. And yeah. I was so mad at him for ruining our friendship mm-hmm. because our friendship was so much more meaningful than, you know, a stupid fling. I just yeah. thought, oh. And you hadn't even thought about it until he brought it of up. Of course. Yeah. I, I, I didn't. And, of course, then I was also, like, a bit heartbroken. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, no. Like, now I really like him because right. – we have as soon as they don't want you a strong. Well, we just had such a strong foundation. Yeah. I thought, yeah, why not? Right. just yeah. add water and like grow the yeah. miracle garden. This is perfect. Yeah, of course he's smarter than I am. I didn't see this coming, and then when he pulled away, when I went towards him, I just thought, this is heartbreaking. Yeah. Mm. Well, it is the classic question, which you just said. I was you very thought, young, but I was so bad. Can you have a friend, male friends I, this that is you're the, just Harry not? Sally, yeah, that there's no romantic connection Blair ever. Underwood and Josie Hart, where I guess I, I'm desperate to talk to him. I want to be like, where were you 41 years ago? Did you guys right. ever make a pact? Mm-hmm. I know he was married yes. for like 30 years. Yes. Um, so... Were they friends with like subconscious seeds? Right. right. There's a lot of romantic books that have a lot of stories like this. I feel like I just or it's like you never thought about it before, but then something sparked it, or you changed. And again, maybe in a behavior way, like that person acts like who you've become. So you start to see them in a different light, thinking about a life with them rather than just a friendship. I mean, I I'm desperate to hear. The details because it is a beautiful rom com yeah. story. It was just like an Instagram caption throwing it out there. Oh, by the way, I did this red carpet with who's now my beautiful fiance, my friend of forty one years. <laughs> but then you, because you want to know, like, if you asked him, he'd probably have nothing but nice things to say about her now, right? But then throughout all these years, wouldn't his ex had to have been some ups be and downs. like? In 41 Hey, years. were you thinking about this person? Or, you know, there's a lot of questions. Was that she raised, the one that which wife was always worried about? about. <laughs> which could be a no. Like, it could yeah. be like, no, it just kind of just happened. But then it could be a yes. I feel like there's so many different ways it can go. All I know is that this story does not end here. I need, <laughs> yeah. I need like, I need to stick with it. And mm-hmm. I kind of want to understand it because right. it's a very fascinating dynamic. Mm-hmm. Most of all, I'm very happy for them. I hope everyone's happy. I'm fascinated. Yes. It's incredible to have friends for 41 years. Yes. Even that, that's, that's also to impressive. To keep a friend the for 41 years. The fact they've been friends for 41 years. It's pretty wild. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Yeah. All right, we're going to cut for a quick commercial, and then we will be right back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Okay, our next topic could be a rich debate. Jennifer Aniston recently admitted to Variety that she hates social media. She feels that the glamour of Hollywood and actual movie stars are fading as social media rises. Thoughts? She's she's not wrong. No. But is it, it then it turns into a debate of, well, is it a good thing or is it a bad thing that social media has created all these, this new era of fame and these new era celebrities where it's not, you know, you don't have that old Hollywood glamour of just, you just see them in the big pictures yep. and they're kind of untouchable. Now celebrities, especially social media celebrities, are very touchable, reachable. Yeah. You can contact them, social media, you can talk to people so much. Someone said, because I was saying, you know, award shows have really evolved yeah. into something that I don't know. We just had this debate how in our much office as well. People are, and and someone said, I think it's social media. Yeah. Because you used to see these people on this big night all dressed up, and it was like getting a glimpse of a world that you right. didn't see. When the other side of an award show is it's the very important thing in the industry in the trajectory of someone's work. It's like a James Beard nomination for a chef. It's no different. It's Everybody starts looking at you differently. Yeah. You start to get different work, and it's an important catapult if you are even nominated, let alone win. So I'll never lose sight of that because I know how the industry works. As an actor and a producer and a director, yeah. like when people get nominated, it matters, and it puts them in a different league with people. Mm -hmm. And whether they're able to ride that out and carry the wave for a long time is sort of up to their yeah, talents yeah. and their choices and, and everything. But um, I was like, God, I never thought of how social media and award shows, like it did take out this, I, I get to break through and see this world. Mm. You just see it every day now. I think even not just social media, but paparazzi phenomenon yeah, yeah. that happened 20-something, yeah. 30-something mm -hmm. years ago. I think that was as big of a shift yeah. as social media. And it's yeah. so different now because and when... And mega glam. Right, and, and also the conversation about who gets to go to the award shows now, it's really opened up. Like, it seems like if you're a TikToker, you get to go... And also, with how the, are they diverse enough? Yeah, is yeah. the our female and so many different types you know, of media are being celebrated too. It's not just like, hey, we have, we have movies, we have TV shows. It's I went to the Webby Awards. There's, exactly, there's I was YouTube. So excited. Exactly, there's so much, so many more mediums now that gives so many more people the opportunity to walk those red yeah. carpets and to be. Seen. I wish there was more of a. I've never said this or thought about it before, but I wish <laughs> there was more of a a mixed bag. I feel like the way everybody also like diversely diversifies how they process music and television and art and culture and sports 
and news. Like, it would be fun to see something, I guess in a weird way, maybe like the People's Choice Awards. Right, I don't right. know. Like, <laughs> I, I would love it to not be so, this is for sports, this is for movies, this is for that. It'd be fun to celebrate a lot of different mediums yeah. in the one People's Choice fabulous Awards show. We is, are two-time nominated are People's not, Choice Awards podcast. <laughs> we have lost each time. And so two then time I nominated. talk about how the award shows are rigged, Again, which I probably to be nominated I is important. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. But yeah. No, it's Jennifer Aniston really approaches this in such a different way. I don't think like so, so some social media, it's just not for some people like social media is clearly not for her. She doesn't love it. She doesn't have to love it. Right. And yeah. we she don't have to need... force her to love it. Yeah. I think people get upset when she says things like this. Like she seems like she's kind of looking up from an ivory tower of, oh, well, I don't have all this social media is ruining Hollywood. It's like that's how she feels about it. And we are going to continue to use gonna, social media. I'm still going to love Jennifer Aniston, and exactly. I'm still going to use social media. I'm obsessed media. with her. Always exactly. have been. Always. Since Rachel first came out oh to the morning her, show and the everything cover in between. she just did was yeah, amazing. Phenomenal. Are you guys friends? I know her a little bit, yeah. Mm. And she's super, like, I mean, it's, I, it's so funny. I'm like, even when I'm around her, I'm like, it's Jennifer Aniston, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, some people, I don't know her well enough to take, like, a little bit of that stigma out of it because I am such a fan of hers. I think it's amazing. I had said that sentence of, like, if you get opportunity and, I guess, depending on your choices and your talent, like, how long will you be able to carry out the longevity of a job? And she just continues to rise. It's like, it's not like she just sticks. She keeps going up. Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting to hear it from someone who also has been so preyed upon and throughout her career, like whether she's in a relationship or, I mean, she is a sensation in her private life as well as her public life. I'm sure she's like, why would I willingly share anything? (laughs) Yeah. It's interesting coming from her because she's seen a lot of different angles, but I just love what she's putting out. I want more of it. People are still talking about her marriage from 20 years ago Yeah, and what happened then. So it's like, I would imagine she's probably trying to keep some stuff private. Um, I will say um, the times I have hung out with her, I've had a really good time. And um, she like throws down, and she's super fun. Yeah, I could imagine. That. Yeah, like she's she's mm-hmm. she is an absolute pleasure to hang with. She seems like she would be really funny. Yeah, too. And she's like, like quick-witted. Yeah, and she's yeah. like keeps it real, mm-hmm. and she's funny, and she'll say things, and yeah. you're like, oh, cool. Like, right. Yeah. right. You're like, I was thinking that, but I didn't know you were going to yes! say it. Oh, right, wow, well, yeah. you went there. Cool. Yeah. Like she's fun and yeah. groovy and real yeah. and like. Yes, witty yeah. and honest. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, she is cool enough to say, I don't need Instagram. Right. And, and be like, you don't need Instagram. And she's not going to get upset with the people upset with her. No. Like, she's probably just going to keep it moving. Like, I don't need I it. I think her just being her yeah. has exactly. kept us all on a hook, so yeah. she just exactly. needs to keep uh, being her. Next story. Are you dating a man-child? Well, InStyle has a checklist for you so that you can be sure. I need a checklist. I'm really into this. <laughs> Here is the list. Some signs. His home is a mess. He always has an excuse. Constant financial problems. He can't handle criticism. And get this one. He uses weaponized incompetence to get you to do things for him. Oh, that old helpless act. (laughs) 
um, you know, like literally acting like he can't do something. So you end up just getting so tired that you do it yourself. Thoughts, man, child. This is very funny. And it's a funny list because when you think of all those qualities in one person, it's like, who's dating that? Who's Mm -hmm. dating that guy? If they have all of those. But I think I think a lot. I think a lot of guys have a lot of those individually, like maybe not the full man child package, but there were some of those where you're like, no, yeah, I've uh, I've I've definitely dealt with that, but not all of them. So how bad right. is it? But, you know, it's like classic dating a mama's boy or dating mm-hmm. a man. Like it's very also hot similar. guys can be, you yeah. know, they can get away with some stuff. I yeah. like you're so attracted to them that you have some horse blinders mm-hmm. on yeah. certain behaviors because you're goo goo yeah. gaga giddy for them. Yeah. You don't yeah. want to end up feeling like their mom. Like because then no. all of a sudden you don't you don't want to have sex with them after that. Well, that is the interesting <laughs> yeah. point, and you hit on it because there is research emerging that when you are dating a man child in air quotes, your sexual desire lowers for him. The man child phenomenon or perceiving a partner as dependent describes the blurring of the roles between a partner and a child. Yeah. See. Yeah. And I think how do you uh, know sometimes this? have very caretake you have, if you have a very caretaking quality about you, you get caught doing that and you don't even realize. Yeah, right? you're like, oh, they're I'll cute. Do this, I'll and do they're that. funny. Then you read that list and you go, uh-oh. <laughs> right. And sometimes they may even like have a job that's actually really exciting and enticing. Yeah. But somehow still they're kind of coddled and, you know, more immature yeah. in their personal life. So there can be some things that also you're like, I'm attracted to them. They have a great job. Like you know, sometimes he's funny you think, and he makes you me laugh. Sometimes you think sweet, too. And, yeah, right. and then you're yeah. like, oh, he needs yeah, me. Right. Yeah. And you want to be needed. But and all of a sudden, you're in that yeah. dynamic. Yeah. I think it all all it takes, though, is being grossed out by something one time or more than one time. You hate, to the, you hate the you term get, getting the ick. Uh, yeah, but. but that's what it is. Like, yeah. you get the ick. And then all of a sudden, you're like, I'm not your mom. Like, then it clicks for you where you're like, I've been acting like like your mom. I like this. This is very healthy that you have this mom meter. That can work for you. (laughs) Because I have no gripes with my boyfriend now. He's great. Like, I I think he's an angel. And I'm not grossed out by him in any way, shape, or form. No icks yet? No. No. How long have you been together? Um, I would say, like... We started dating in, like, January. Okay, great. But we live together now. Oh. So, and it's been, like, we coexist very well, I would say. That's wonderful it, to hear. It's lovely. I have no gripes with him. Of course, you, like, get into, you know, you bicker sometimes about little things. But the bicker sense. I'm not grossed out by him by any means or his living habits. No icks yet. No. Yes. But I do feel like. N-I-Y. <laughs> I do feel like you could, it could happen. And then once you get that, well, it's really hard to come back keep from. Keep him on his toes, I guess, <laughs> to say, like, if you do these things, I'm going to get the yes. X. So please mm-hmm. don't. Oh, he knows that. Yeah. Like, your I crap made that around clear, like, or don't If contribute. you do these things and I start feeling like I'm your mom, I'm out. I love self, <laughs> that self-awareness. Yeah. That's yeah. like, and again, a, a, a boundary. This is, I know this about myself. This won't work for me. Like, these are all the things I've learned through parenting that have come to apply in wonderful areas of my other life. I'm Mm -hmm. like, it is just a matter of self-awareness and knowing what works for you and what doesn't, which, again, is not selfish. It is 
literally like a much more fun survival mechanism. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's always the not knowing and being lost and kind Mm. of lost in the sauce all the time. And and if you're like open, like, hey, I don't like, like, like I said, where I'm like, hey, if you start doing this, I'm out. If you get those things out there, then they're probably, if they really love you and care about you, they're probably going to stay away from from doing those things. And that things. is setting up a boundary. Yes. <laughs> I know I've been living with my boyfriend for a year and a half. And during the pandemic, we kind of coexisted as well because we just locked down in the same place. Like, I know that I have some annoying habits that I'm like, I still haven't kicked those annoying mm-hmm. habits. So I'm not going to kick him too much for his annoying <laughs> habits because I'm – and whether that's like I'm a serial – I come home or I'm on a trip or I, I, I leave my clothes on the floor. Like I just – I can't help it. Sometimes it takes me five days to unpack my suitcase. Like I know it can get to be – that, that, that ominous chair in the room where the clothes yeah. pile up, that's me. And so when he that's what the bedroom chair yes. is for. Yes. When he leaves, when he leaves the wet towels all over the apartment instead of hanging them up, which you know makes me like the steam come out of my ears. I'm like, okay, but I still have that giant pile on the chair, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna say once again, you know, maybe pick up those towels. But maybe you yeah, can so ask him, like, does the suitcase bother you? And if he's like, no, you yeah. can say, well, find out what does. And then let me talk to you about yeah. your towels. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Tell me Let's something that bothers you. Right. Right. Let's make a deal here. Yeah. <laughs> because also picking your battles and setting up boundaries or learning as yeah. you're on mm-hmm. the job also, which is OK and happens. Yeah. Like if you speak your truths, you won't let it fester and steam and blow yeah. up into like some avalanche of a resentment yep. when you could have just said, Six months prior, you know yeah. what? Your wet towels. There's something about it that's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because don't then ha- the wet towel fight turns into a fight about something totally yes! different. Yes, yes. And you're making it like it's about the wet towels, but it's just not. You could yeah. say every time you clean up your wet towel, I'll put on a wet t-shirt contest. <laughs> right there you go. That would work. <laughs> <laughs> There's always. By the way, it works yeah. with everybody. Yeah. It's called incentives. <laughs> All right, we're going to cut for a quick commercial, and then we will be right back. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Welcome back. Uh, You guys brought our last story, actually, and I don't even know what it is, so I'm going to get surprised right now. I'm very excited. Yes. So this has been a topic that's been talked about on TikTok for the past couple of weeks. Lily Rose Depp did an interview um, about two weeks ago where she was asked about, you know, nepotism and being a nepotism baby and... Does she think it's this new term? Like not as not that it's a new term, but nepo baby has has been been, used. People are using it a lot more. And so she was asked how she feels about being put into that category. um, And she kind of compared it to like, 
you know, just because somebody's parent was a doctor and then they become a doctor, people don't talk about it like that, Mm -hmm. you know? So people didn't quite agree with that analogy. Right, because being an actor or a model. Because there's like medical studies and Mm -hmm. school involved or the profession is taken more seriously. But we would love your thoughts on that because, Mm. of course, you come from a long line of Hollywood. I do. They were all far dead before I was in the game. (laughs) There was nobody opening a door for me. Unfortunately, I'm sure I would have... I don't know if I would have taken it or not, but I I think there's a lot of children of right now, too, out in the wild. It's very, it sounds silly to say, but it's like very in. Like everybody really cares about these Um, famous kids. I have met Lily Rose Depp only via Zoom. She was an early guest on this show. Um, and I will always feel so humbly indebted to anyone who came on this show. It's like, we weren't a success. We were an upstart in a pandemic, and our ratings are good now. They weren't great then. Um, and I just felt very grateful for anyone who would take the time, like, to come here. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, I, there was no assumptions. I always felt like no one's ever going to come <laughs> and be on this show, so we'll have to find other ways to make it. And so when anybody did, I felt very, very grateful the thing that really blew my mind about her was how articulate, elegant, eloquent, mature, independent, and wise she was. She didn't feel the need to discuss her parents. Yeah. She wanted to do things on her own merit. She wasn't talking about her family. Um, she actually wanted to be quite discreet about it and keep it all about her mm-hmm. um, in a way that felt... I think that nepotism is not a bad thing. It can be very celebratory. Yeah. Look, these are my parents. This is my family. Yeah, yeah. This is the group of from which I come mm-hmm. from. Yeah. And look at what they've done. So I think it really— And if a door opens for you, and if you can are not up to that ask, or you are not competent or talented enough to fulfill the, the after you go through the door, you'll you'll find out pretty quickly. And it just feels like um, the, the the label's been thrown around a lot. And now these Nepo babies are continuing to be asked about it. And now I feel like everybody's getting a little defensive. It's like, well, I'm I'm working. I see but people why. are like people are like, just acknowledge the the your parents. But it's then it's like they're they don't feel like they need to do that. I, I think it's out of like an I I mean, I I there are probably some that have it for an I want to make it on my own. I don't right. want to ride the coattails of. I may come from these people, but I don't need to talk about them all the time in order to further my own success or career. Um Lily Rose Depp was so incredibly discreet. Yeah. She just wanted she was very open to talking about things. Um, But I really got the impression that she was a very independent person who was proud of where she comes from, but didn't want to make that the centerpiece to her own ladder or success. She wanted to do it on her own. So whatever doors were opened, she is not bragging or utilizing. I feel like she has been also at it for like a decade now. You know, whether it's like starting on a Chanel runway to making multiple movies and sustaining and still being out there. I don't think that has anything to do with her parents anymore. That's all for her. And maybe it's important sometimes for people to also keep their situation 
private and sacred, and that's their choice. If you are someone else and you take a totally different tone, you're like, this is my mom, and I love her, and, like, I'm out on red carpets with her. Like, look at Goldie Hawn and Kate Hudson. Mm -hmm. They're, like, the greatest love story ever, and you don't ever question that, Mm -hmm. and you're not calling her a Nepo baby. Yeah. Like, because – is it because there's longevity there? Do they embrace it publicly so it takes the stigma out of it? I think it's rather belittling and demeaning to people – to remind them that they have an open door due to their family and make them feel like right. they're not worthy of being there. And that was going to be my follow-up see, to you. I Do you like, think that it's being asked too much to these kids who are getting these opportunities where now, like every interview they do, they're being asked about being a Nepo baby? Or which is using probably the why they start building up walls. Yeah. And, you know, not wanting to open themselves up to that conversation. Mm -hmm. Or, again, some people are very upfront about it. Like, I love my mom and I love my dad and this is awesome. And so I think it's that person's comfort level. It's that person's journey. Um, I would say ask yourself how you would feel if you thought that your work, having the credit be given to someone else or that you had doors open. It probably wouldn't feel great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe you you might have some more self-awareness that you're starting out by putting people on the defense. And I don't know what kind of interview or conversation you think you're going to have after that, but unless you're in a gotcha state of mind, that's not what you want for right. your life. It's not the energy you want. Why have that kind of weird pissy energy? Um, just respect who wants to absolutely be proud of who and where they come from and those who want to keep it private. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's probably that much different now than it was back in the day. We just didn't have social media and reminders. But there are lots of people who come from famous families and went on to, like, have careers. But we didn't experience it in this way. Social media has changed our perception of the amount of things that occur and And what people have access to and and everybody feels like they have an opinion to everything. Like, I think that's where people go wrong when they talk about this. It's like, just because they had a door open for them doesn't mean that person's not talented or can't do what they're doing. It just means that maybe they got to the front of the line a little bit faster. I, you know, I think I, I remember like, when I was a kid in the 70s and I had that last name Barrymore and I I am sure yeah. it raised an eyebrow. You know, my family was long gone at that point. They hadn't really been around in 20 or 30 years. Um, so it was sort of a from the past. Um, but my family was, you know, they were called the royal family. They were yeah. a very a big part of the industry and going from silent films to talkies. So I really not thought about it because I remember my mom always saying like, it didn't open any doors for us. And she was a single mom taking me on auditions, a lot of rejection, a lot of filet of fishes. And I started working when I was 11 months old. And, and maybe Maybe it was my name also a little bit and who my dad was and the family he was connected to. She wanted to be an actress. She was working. Um, She was doing jobs. Maybe something about 
you know, the genetics and the alchemy gave her ideas that might not have been there otherwise or aspirations. Maybe she thought like the name could open up the door for us. I I wouldn't be surprised if she did, or maybe she felt a responsibility to carry out the legacy. Whatever it is, I'm so grateful. I wouldn't change a thing about my life. I feel a total responsibility to keep my family's name on the up and up. I want to honor that legacy. I'm one of the last ones that it, 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 we, you know, we don't have that many people furthering our genetic legacy. So just imagine if somebody was making you feel inept because of who your family is. I don't care where you're from or who you are. That's not going to feel good. Yeah. And you're just going to put that person in an inferior defense mode. So I don't know what you think you're going to get out of that. Right, mm-hmm. right, um, right. But um, so yeah. having just met her once, I was swept away yeah. at what a mature, beautiful, lovely person she was. I was really taken by her. Um, I think she has that thing, which is also something people need credit for. Wherever you come from, whoever you are, if you have that spark, that's the gift. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I think she has that spark. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 the hard work and it's almost back to the social media conversation of those kids immediately being on social media gains a lot of following because they're like, oh, well, this is the kid of blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Yep. And so they, without even right. really asking, they've got hundreds of thousands, if not millions of followers, doors open for them and just because of Aniston, that. Jennifer Aniston, who doesn't want to be on social <laughs> media, how many millions of people follow her? Oh, it happened mm. in two seconds. Yeah. Like, I mean, she created I her, say it's like 40. Yeah, she right. created her Instagram to promote her hair products, her hair uh, products. Lola V. Lola V. Mm-hmm. And 40? 41. 41. And she, like, got, <laughs> she had a million followers within maybe yeah. minutes. And, yep. and nobody's unfollowing her. Yeah. After what she said. I follow her. I actually think she's lovely on social media. I don't think she overposts. I think she... She just doesn't like it. But in a weird way, it's kind of like dating apps. It's like you cannot fight City Hall. This is the way of the world. Everybody's proceeding accordingly. So just take the stick out of your butt and (laughs) just live and let live, man. Yeah. Live and let live. Definitely. I love it. I don't know if that answers your question, yeah. but it was a long-winded winding <laughs> road so. to just be kind and imagine if it was you, mm-hmm. how you would feel. And it is the way and the phenomenon of the current modern world that we live in. But mm-hmm. here we are doing a podcast. Yeah. Here we You've are. you made me think about it in a different way because yes. we've been talking about it and I think I was quick to be judgmental about it. And I'm kind of putting myself more in those shoes and not that I fully lived that because it wasn't with wasn't with fame but there's always a little bit where people like oh well she got that because of xyz because of what happened or where she grew up or who she is or who her family is or whatever yeah where you were working the dynamics x lila disease whatever however the alphabet goes (laughs) (laughs) who knows that yeah it's a it's a a fresh good nice way to think about it yeah also you know everybody is just trying to figure out their stuff. You know, we're all wobbly calves, works in progress, trying to figure it out. I bet most of those people aren't comfortable in their skin. And it's awkward. You know, I grew up in front of everyone, but I never thought about it because I thought that would lead to an unhealthy ego. But the rawness and the vulnerability I really got. But I also saw that 
every kid in school was going through that. And people in a small town, anywhere, like the human yeah. experience is raw and vulnerable. So just remember that, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and everyone's just trying to figure it out. Yep. Um, and believe me, some people go out there with so much bravado that I'm like blown away. I'm <laughs> yeah. Like, wow, okay, you just, all right, you shot out of a cannon. Good for you. But it's just been so much fun talking to you guys. Like, thank you for doing the podcast. Thank, thank you, you so much. I it really has been a pleasure. Like a total imposter coming into this world because I came in late and there are plenty of podcasts. Um, I was excited for our angle that we would have the anchor of stories. I always mm-hmm. want to hear news. Like, I loved Bill Maher's New Rules. Yeah. Like, I don't even know. 15 years ago, I would listen to it on some Audible platform and I would giggle on the subway and I just – love anything pop culture yeah. and current and debatable or interesting news. So I was excited. That was what made me feel comfortable going into it. Like we could share stories and opinions, mm-hmm. yeah. but to be with you guys who really started at the beginning and I'm I'm really honored to do this with you well, guys. Well, it's, it's awesome. And I just want to say it's very cool that you entered the podcast space and celebrate other podcast because you definitely like you guys were here early you've had people you are drew barrymore you could have so many guests yeah and i always choose to have some (laughs) girls gotta eat you've had on we love them we love them so much other podcasts i think is so cool and it's very like seeing people like i said in our space who we are friendly with being like wow we get we're getting to go on Drew Barrymore's mm-hmm. podcast. We like, told everyone so we were coming here. That's cool. exactly how I feel about you. <laughs> yeah. So thank you. Yeah. And it's true. Yeah. I would like to learn and experience this with people who were early to this space and found their way with it and made it a success for other people to have that opportunity. Yeah. So thank you, guys. Thank, thank you, you Drew, so much. Seriously. Ladies. <laughs> All right. Well, follow the Drew's News podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like, you know, You can just tell someone (laughs) or share it. Maybe you're texting with someone and you could say like, oh, you have that long drive. Definitely like listen to people talking or you could say, oh, the regular news, you know, is is really hard to get through and you need like a heaping scoop of ice cream on top of it. Well, then that's what we're here for. It's like listening to your friends. Yeah. And if you just want to hear something happening in the world that – you know, uh, interests you, I guess that's an opportunity. Maybe you need to get so distracted on the treadmill so you can run that (laughs) extra 10 miles and make the time fly by. Well, gosh, I really hope we can facilitate that (laughs) for you. (laughs) And you eat that big scoop of ice cream. I guess you're going to have to go on that treadmill. And get that hot dog. Yeah, and by the way, (laughs) get that hot dog. If you want to eat a hot dog, and listen to something while you're eating. And I I, I should listen to this kind of news yeah. when yep. I'm something eating. Something's easy to digest. Yes, yes. I give myself that reflux. <laughs> yeah. I'm, this is not good. No. Um, so, yeah, this is a great accompaniment to fatty foods. A hot dog, a corn dog. A filet of fish. Yes. yes. Anything McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, anything comforting and delicious. Pizza. Um, pizza. I'm going to eat pizza tonight and a hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner and host of the Money Watch podcast. 
This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. I'm Mo Rocca, and I'm excited to announce season four of my podcast, Mobituaries. I've got a whole new bunch of stories to share with you about the most fascinating people and things who are no longer with us. From famous figures who died on the very same day to the things I wish would die, like buffets. Listen to Mobituaries with Mo Rocca on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.